Welcome to Talking with Fred. I'm Tony. And I'm Joel. And we are continuing our conversation um, from Easter to Pentecost, and we are in week two. And Joe, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, it's a it's a fascinating and interesting thing to do because in, in, in the Old Testament, in, in Leviticus, God tells Israel to count the weeks, mm-hmm. and there's seven weeks between um, Easter, Passover, and right. and Pentecost. And God said, count those weeks and count them with, with by bringing a joyful heart, by bringing a praise offering, by bringing an offering. And remember the goodness of who I am and, and what it is. And, and so every week you count something on the way to Pentecost. And then at the day of Pentecost, as we read in Acts, in one accord, they were all together, they were praying, and the Holy Spirit fell over them. The new law from heaven fell and wrote on our hearts as Jeremiah right. had prophesied. And so every week... We take a subject. Last week was love, mm-hmm. and this week is strength. Oh boy, yeah, it's really exciting to be able to yeah. find this. So I'm I'm definitely going to be making mention of it. Yeah, to several of my friends out and yeah, uh, right. And I think a lot of churches would be interested. It's in a lot. It's really good. Yeah, and it's a it it's kind of something that we 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 don't have a tradition for of looking at so much. Let's make it a tradition. Yeah, exactly. I think because it would be fantastic to make it. It's a much tradition. more of a celebration of life. Yeah. Than the old tradition we've always had in the church world of celebrating yeah. Lent, the, the the preparation for death. Yeah. Right. Whereas God never asked us to do that. God asked us to yeah. count the weeks between freedom out of bondage. Right. Right. Which is sin. Yes. Celebrate the weeks between in the process between coming out of bondage of sin mm-hmm. and having a new law written in your heart. In other words, being totally renewed. And the, the interesting thing is that when you get to the end of that, the, the absolute end of that means that you are a person that can be independent. You can stand mm-hmm. on your own two feet. Just thinking about this, it's kind of like I'm thinking like the Israel's coming out of bondage from Egypt. Right. They it, had that opportunity. Right. They they were standing out the the time between Egypt and the land of milk and honey that God right. promised them, but then they want to turn back around and say, "Well, we had it better well, in bondage." Yeah, well, and, and the whole thing about it is, is they they with the law coming to them, right? But the Israel came out of Egypt, right, and they went through uh, the Red Sea, right, mm-hmm. and we all know that story, right? But that was that's also a picture of. The, the baptism, the, the renewal, the freedom that mm-hmm. we get, right? They came out of it. They walked through the water, which is problems and all the things that hinder us and all the things yeah. that, you know, hold us back. And then 49 days later, they come to Sinai and God gives them the law. The law was not intended to rule them. It was a guarantee that they would never fall back into bondage. If they would follow that that law, they would never fall back into bondage. And so that's what we believe Sounds today. Most logical to me. Exactly. So what we believe today is Jeremiah prophesied in Jeremiah 31 that one day God would come and write his law on our hearts. So in other words, not rituals that we have to do, not duties that we have to do, but things that he will put into our heart that will bring us happiness and success and peace and all of the things that we want in life. And so that happens at Pentecost, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something we do. It's something we receive. Yeah, We can't earn it. We can receive it. Well, it comes from Him. Right. But in God's way of looking at things, everything works in processes, mm-hmm. right? So, so, And this is where it's so important to follow a program like this because the world we live in wants to do things very differently. So, so the world will tell you to do things in an, in an opposite manner to what God wants, right? Well, in kind of a sense, more like, like ritualistic. Right. 
You have to, you have to, you have to. And so, for example, the first week is love, right? Right. Now we're in the second week, which is strength. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times the world will tell you, yeah, well, you know, get yourself together, pull yourself up, you get everything in order, become strong, and then you can love. And God says, no, it's the other way around. And the old understanding was that for every law that God gave, there was three times the grace. There was three times the love. So if you don't start with love, and that's why Jesus says everything can be wrapped up in love your neighbor and love God. Mm-hmm. The reason he says that is because everything starts with love, and that's what we talked about last week. And then we understand that out of that comes strength. It's not the other way around. Mm-hmm. It's not we getting ourselves together and we becoming strong, and now I'm going to be the man that I'm supposed to be. Or I'm, I went through all this, and see, I became strong because I went through it, and now I'm ready to face exactly. the world. And now I can— I mean, just you know, look at David. He was like, that's he not, was ready. Yeah, that's not. And so, and so the question then becomes, you know, this strength, what, what is this strength? Yeah. And what is the strength that comes out of love? And so if you look at it from that perspective, then what is my goal? My goal is to come to the point where I can be a totally renewed person filled with God's Spirit, mm-hmm. that I can be the person that God has called me to be. I can be independent, can stand on my own two feet. Well, a major part of that is learning how to say no. Mm-hmm. And that's what laws are. You know, laws are not... You can drive 85 miles an hour on the freeway. The law is the speed limit, <laughs> limit is, is, right? <laughs> yeah. And so so a law is it's always— It's not suggested. Right. Remember that, everybody. <laughs> so, so a law is always, you know, uh, a no, basically, right? And so it's very, very important for us to learn in our lives that a big, big part of love is saying no, Yeah. right? You say yes in love. We say yes to a lot of things, but we don't realize sometimes— that that includes no. And if you don't know how to do that, you'll never walk in love. Next week, we'll be talking about the third week, and that's beauty, which then something beautiful begins to be created in our life. Mm -hmm. But it can't happen until we learn to say no. Well, it gives us a good sense of balance, I think. Right. You know, I mean, because as a parent, my kids want to eat sugar all day long if they could. They could eat chips, junk food all day long. But when it comes to their healthy food, it's more like, I probably would have a better chance of having the wall eat broccoli than anything yeah, else. Yeah. But understanding that they they have to understand that, okay, there is a time for that nice sugary junky snack, but there has to come the point where yeah. you have to stop and say, no, and it, this is where the food needs to come yeah, in. Exactly. You need to have something healthy. And the interesting in thing is a lot of people just think that, yeah, well, my responsibility as a parent is to say no. I don't agree with that. I think that your responsibility as a parent is to teach your children why they should say no. In that scenario, right? So many people will just go up to the kid and say, no, you can't have that candy. Without the explanation. Right? Yeah. And then the kid just says, well, why? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Right? This, this is great. I love this. Why do you say no? Right? And so they never take the time to explain. I just open my mouth and show them my exactly. cavity fillings. Say, that the this res- is why you don't want this. That the responsibility is at their feet. Right? Yeah. It's their responsibility to learn how to say no in life. Yeah. And so it's not that I say no to candy forever, but that I say no to living off of candy, that I learn 
the benefits of saying no to that, which helps me long, later down the road when kids come with drugs, yeah. kids come with alcohol, no. kids comes with sex, yeah. kids with all these other things. Yeah. If I haven't learned to say no and why I say no, yeah. then I'll never do it. Yeah. And that's a fundamental importance to being able to love yourself and love others. And that's a problem in our day in society it's 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 I, amazing how many people can't love themselves of, I had that with my parents sometimes there were some things that, that i just didn't understand why they would say no they didn't bother explaining it was mm -hmm. just more of because i said so right and that was the end of it right and these were things that i needed to really understand because i was an adolescent right and didn't have that straight mindset to say well why in the future should this not benefit me why in the future does this And that's your responsibility me. as a parent, right? Yeah. Because a kid that's two years old, you can't sit down and have a long conversation with no. them, right? So, I mean, your job as a parent is to be able to judge at what level is my child developed mm -hmm. and what can they what can they accept. But my goal is to teach them responsibility, mm -hmm. right? And so if we don't go into parenting from that point of view, we just turn out rebels. Yeah. We just turn out teenagers and young people that are rebellious because they don't know why they should say no. Yeah. You've just always said no. Oh, I think that's where people... And that's going to cause rebellion. That's where people, I think, fail to understand what spare the rod, spoil the child means. Well, yeah, because it doesn't mean beating the devil out of them. <laughs> Some of our parents had that interpretation of the Bible that uh, that just meant beating the devil out of them. Yeah, but that's not what God's talking about. Because God's talking about the rod and the staff that comforts me. Yeah, don't spare the rod. Don't spare discipline your children. Well, what does that mean? It simply means in the Old Testament, you know, a rod what basically was a club. It was like a weapon. Yeah. And it was the idea was it was an extension of your arm. If you had a club in your hand, then your arm was suddenly twice as long as it used to be. Right. Right. And so it that gave you sense. an advantage over someone else in a yeah. in a combat situation. Yeah. Especially if you were a sheep herder. Right. Or... If your club's bigger <laughs> than the other, or if you get attacked by a wild animal, yeah. then suddenly your arm is twice as long. And that's what God's telling us all: teach your children. That I will be their extension, that that they are an extension of me and of my love, yeah. and that my power and my grace is sufficient for them. Well, it shows his strength, too, that, you know what, I mean, me as an individual, yeah, I am weak. I mean, that's just natural. We we all fall short of the glory of God. We all sin. We all do something that's right. stupid. But I find my comfort and strength in him right. that allows me to be able to say no in certain And that's situations. what David says, right? His rod and his staff, they yeah. comfort me, right? Knowing that that I can't do it all. I can't do it all, but him in me is going to extend that so far out mm -hmm. that he is going to always be with me. And that's what God says. If you don't teach your children that, then you've sinned against me. Mm -hmm. If you don't teach your children that they are created by me and that I love them and that, that I will be their extension if they let me, then we failed as parents. And that's where an idea of, yeah, well, you know, what is discipline? Discipline is making them a follower of Christ. Mm -hmm. Discipline is teaching them that, that Christ in you makes all things possible. Yeah. That Christ in you makes a way in a time of confusion, in time of darkness. And so 
if we don't do that, right, then we fail as parents. And and then then people take that word discipline and they make it so negative. Yeah, that they fail to realize that no discipline also is a very positive thing to look at. I mean, you've got to be disciplined to be able to study. Well, yeah, disciplined to be able to sit down and focus on your right. work. Right, and it, and it right, and if you're going to if you're going to sit down and study, right, yeah, then you've got to say no to the phone. <laughs> yeah, to Instagram and TikTok and <laughs> and 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 PlayStation and the computer yeah. and all of these other things. There right? was the meme that came out that said uh, the definition of studying is having your laptop open, your books open next to you with right. your laptop open, TV running, right. Instagram and all that running at the same time. Right, and if you don't, if you can't, ha- if you don't have the ability to focus, yeah, and and focusing basically is is locking everything out. If you don't learn that then you're going to have a difficult, difficult time because I think one of the biggest challenges that, that, that at least I see among people today is they have a hard time loving themselves. Oh, big time. And, and I think big that's time. a shame because no. you can't love yourself because you've never learned to set limits. No. You've never learned to say no. And so you've been in situations where you've been disappointed, you've been abandoned, You've been hurt, um, and all of that is because something has run over you. Mm-hmm. In these these situations that people are in, you know, they well, they just can't love themselves yeah. because mm-hmm. nobody ever taught them to say no. Yeah, it builds a, a little bit of a narcissistic look on life that you have to like me just the way I am. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, then you're the hateful. But one. life life is going to deal with with you um, harshly mm-hmm. because that's what life is. And if you don't learn to protect yourself, if you don't learn to set your limits, if you don't learn to say no, then you'll never learn to love yourself because no is the other side of love. And if you don't learn to say that, hey, no, you're not going to abuse me. No, you're not going to treat me badly. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to allow that in my life. Then you'll never love yourself. Right. Because if, if you allow that to come in, then you just get run over all the time. Right. And, the, and the end result and of that. that's not strength. That's not strength. No. A traditional understanding of forgiveness. And I actually was, was I talked to, a, to a, a woman one time that come to me and she said, um, I'd like to talk to you because I have a friend whose, whose husband, her, her new husband was abusing their children or her children, right? The stepchildren. Mm-hmm. And uh, come to this conclusion that she couldn't do anything about it because she had to forgive him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, after they peeled yes. me off the ceiling, then I uh, explained to her that, that that's not forgiveness and that's not love. No, that's just saying. Right? That's just stupid. Yeah. Right? And so. <laughs> that's accepting the situation. But, but this idea that, that, that forgiveness is accepting and allowing is a misunderstanding of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is not acceptance and, and and allowing something. Forgiveness is saying you will not dominate my future, mm-hmm. and this is where the limit goes. This is the boundary, and you don't cross it. Yeah. And when I can learn to set that, that's forgiveness. I let you go because mm-hmm. I'm going to something better. Yeah. That's forgiveness. And if you don't learn how to do that, then you're never going to love yourself. And that's the whole idea. The whole idea is when you come to the day of Pentecost and God fills you with his Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that you are prepared to be an independent person. Mm-hmm. And if you, you're prepared to be able to stand on your own two feet, otherwise you can't bear the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? You can't bear his greatness if you're a weakling. 
Yeah. You have to be strong, right? Because his glory fills the temple. His glory overwhelms. Yeah. Remember, when he came on Sinai, mm-hmm. right? And 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 Moses came down and his face was was illuminated, mm-hmm. right? Then they could not bear it. They were afraid of it. Yeah. And God doesn't want that. Yeah. God wants you to be available, ready, equipped yeah. to be able to to handle his glory. Yeah. Right. Totally 100%. And so if you don't learn yeah. strength from love that leads to beauty, that leads to the other things that we'll be talking about through the, through the seven weeks, if you, don't, if you don't learn those things, you're never going to get anywhere. And so no. that's why strength is so far up the scale. I think uh, as Christians, you know, going back to what you were saying with forgiveness mm-hmm. and understanding that people have this, like, I don't overly condone, for example, divorce. I'm going to use divorce for okay as an example. And um, I know uh, from personal experience, some people that I know decided after 40 plus years said, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And my husband has not been a husband to me, so I'm done with this game of that he's playing, and I want done. I want out. And so she took her stuff. She said, I'm right. making the move. Right. People often take that and say, well, no, that's not biblically right to just go ahead and walk away from the marriage. That That is just a coward's way out. How would you perceive well, it? W- yeah, but I would say the, the same thing. I mean, if, if two people that have been together so many years come to the conclusion that they are not being the man and wife to each other, mm-hmm. that, that they should be, then, then what's there left? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing left in the marriage. Right. There's nothing left in... And, and and marriage was never intended. That's what Jesus says. Yeah. You know, he says, listen, this is not the way it was from the beginning. You've gotten permission to do this. But from the beginning, this was not the way it was. From the beginning, right. it was different. And God's allowed you to do this because of the hardening of your heart. And if you begin to look at all of that, what does that mean? Well, the hardening of your heart basically means that you failed to progress, that you've that you've stopped growing. Yeah. That you've you, become dead. In you've the become dead, yeah. right? And if you don't if you don't progress, if you don't evolve, if you don't grow, mm-hmm. then then you die, right? Right. And and the the biggest thing that people that people don't realize is there's two things. First of all, the person that you have married, right, is not the same person forty years down the road. Absolutely. Right. Um, that's just that's just the way it is. The second thing is what, and maybe is even more important, that the, the the things that attracted you to the person. In the beginning, will be the things that you detest in the future. That's an interesting. People don't point. realize that, right? Okay. But it's all of the quirks and the funny things and the things that you laugh about in the beginning that down the road become an irritation, and people aren't people don't expect that, mm-hmm. right? And so they get forty years down the road, and Wallops they just detest the <laughs> each other because I've seen that being done for forty years, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. Right. In the beginning, it was funny. In the beginning, your jokes were okay. In the beginning, it was acceptable. Now, it's just irritating. And so, if you're not always growing, if you're not always pushing yourself, if you're not always accepting, which is a big part of love, right? If you're not accepting the development of the other person, ideas change, views change, opinions change. Mm -hmm. We get more education. We get more experience. We have children. Things go along. We change. We evolve as, as, as people. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what Jesus says. If you don't continue to, to evolve, if you don't continue to grow, 
then you become hard. Mm -hmm. And it's the hardening of your hearts that's brought about the divorce. It was a pastor once. But he also says yeah. that's the inevitable end of it. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. Right? That's what Jesus is saying. Right? So you can't just say, okay, then I'll just stay. Because Jesus is saying when, you, when your heart is hardened, then the result is divorce. Right. And it's sad, but that's the way it is. Yeah. This is so nice. when you get there, yeah. then there's just nothing else to there's do. There's just nothing left. I mean, there, there was a pastor once that said, if you don't change the direction you're going, you're going to end up where you're heading. Exactly. And people don't realize that, you know. Um, I don't, now I'll tell my age, but. but, but uh, <laughs> Many moons ago. Many, 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 many years ago, there was a passenger jet shot down over I think it was, was it over Russia. Um, it was on its way from the best I can remember. It was on its way from uh, from uh, Anchorage, Alaska, to Japan, I believe. Mm -hmm. And but it it veered off into airspace that was not qualified, and it was shot down. And so after the investigation, they found out that the pilot pilots had misread the coordinates and had. Uh, programmed the computer three degrees off course. Mm. And you think, okay, there's 360 degrees in a total circle on the compass, right? Three degrees is nothing. Yeah. Right? Well, but three degrees killed 280 yeah. people. Yeah. Right? And we don't realize that. We, we don't realize that in the beginning, there may be just a few things that are off, but those things grow over time. And in the beginning, we might be able to laugh it off or we might be able to shrug our shoulders, or how many times have we heard, well, that's just the way she is, yeah, right? Or that's just the way he is, or whatever. Right? We we begin to make excuses. We begin to do anything. Well, it's a seed but that I, grows. Yeah, like right. A weed. And, just... and the problem is we don't learn how to say no in the beginning. Yeah. We accept bad behavior because that's just the way he is, right? Yeah. And we don't learn to say no, and we don't learn how to resolve those conflicts out of love, Right. Yeah. Because remember, love, we're coming out of love into strength, into strength. Yeah. Right. And by loving that person gives us the, the courage to say no, to be strong. Mm -hmm. If we don't take it there, then 40 years down the road, there's no hope. Mm -mm. By that time, it's become the major in the and we've lost yeah. all contact. There's your there's just giant sequoia tree exactly. that just overtakes exactly. it. Or the mustard tree. Which one's the big one? The mustard tree, right? That yeah, the mustard matter. tree grows from nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it gets so big that the birds can build nests in it. Yeah. And those are the kind of birds and nests that you don't want. <laughs> exactly. And so, so I think those things are really important that, that, that you take a week and, and through the progress and follow along, you will find yeah. that for every day you, you find a perspective in what strength is. The yeah. strength in love, the strength in the strength, yeah. the strength in beauty, the strength in humility, the strength in fellowship. And all of these things lead us down the road toward Yeah, and it doesn't Pentecost. have and you don't have to be physically strong like some of these people we see online lifting weights yeah, right. over their heads. They will crush you in a second or rip your arms off. Exactly. But it's understanding that God gives us a spiritual strength that gives us a sound mind. Yeah. A strong set of values that we can just say, Yeah, this will benefit me. Yeah. I can see down the future through God's vision that this is beneficial for me or through the experiences of others. Right. Well, no, this is not a good way because same concept, same line, that's not going to benefit me in the long haul. Right. So I can say yes, I can say no. Right. And if you can't, if you don't learn to do that, and that that's discipline. I mean, mm -hmm. when it's all said and done, discipline is a, is a result of strength. 
discipline is a result of being able to say no yeah. and to discipline yourself. And, and if you don't learn to do those things, then you're never going to get anywhere. I think people have, I mean, I fall into it too. I, I'm just as guilty, you know, uh, he was without sin cast the first stone. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I can't sometimes hold my tongue on comment sections of things. And I right. feel, you know, I'm going to say something because I think, you know, blah, blah, blah. There are times I'm like, okay, I'm going to just keep going <laughs> and move on because yeah. this ain't going to work but out it the takes way I want strength, it to. But it takes yeah. strength to realize yeah. when I need to be silent yeah. and when I need to say something. And maybe on a forum on Instagram, I don't need to get into that fight. No, but, there's some fights but, that are just but, not worth fighting. Right, but maybe in my marriage, then it's worth saying something, right? Precisely. And I think that in our day and time, it's either or. It's win or lose, right? Yeah. And so I have the right, so I'm just going to say what I think in my marriage, in my everyday, on my, in my job, <laughs> on Instagram. Everybody just has to like it because I have the right. No, strength <laughs> Strength is also a measure, Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Strength is measuring. You know, if, if you want to succeed, then sit down and 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 calculate mm -hmm. and know what the plan is and know yeah. when to hold your tongue and know when to say something. And then when you say something in a in a situation that that is not good, then you talk about it afterwards, right? Yeah. Then but you can do that with people that love you. Yeah. Right? Because out of love comes strength. And so if you if if you get into a discussion that gets out of hand, then you can always come back and talk about it and say, "Hey, okay, you know, I don't want this to be a problem." Yeah. Right. Let's resolve this. Not that we have to be in agreement, no. but that we can resolve it. It was funny. Uh, Chuck Norris said that. I, I saw a video of him and he's saying, look, we as people here have really gone out of hand with our own opinions. We got to understand that there are times we need to just be able to say we can agree to disagree. Respect that and move on about your life. Yeah, but not that's, not, that's not the way people look at it today. No. People just think. They think that by being... Hey, by my opinion is my opinion. I'm standing strong on it. And, and I can, can and I can put an anonymous name yeah. on my comment and I can say whatever I want to about whoever I want to. Yeah. And that's not integrity either. No, it's not. And 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 you know, that's when that's when the law is put out of power. Mm -hmm. That's where it doesn't have any strength. Well, I, you I, don't respect it. Right. And I don't said, care about what a law is written down. Yeah. I care about how I interpret how I live my life. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not because I won't drive 90 miles an hour. Yeah. But I respect that if I drive drove 90 miles an hour, perhaps I wouldn't be able to control my car. That's and true. I might harm someone else. Yeah. So I I will respect the That's life. That's something of that I've I've had issues with over where I live several times a night where I'm walking to go do laundry and people are flying down the I mean, it's an apartment complex, right, so it's right. just you, you just got to take it easy. And I'm like, "Yo, guys, hey, you know, on. slow down. There are families here. Yeah, it, exactly. I don't care what time of night it is. This is what's going to happen. Exactly. I mean, you're just to get to your parking spot that ain't going nowhere. You're going to end up doing something that you're going to regret the rest of your life. Yeah. So settle down. And so it, it's better to be able to say, "Yeah, I might have the right to do something." Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it'll benefit me. Yeah. Right? I've said that Paul before. Says. Just because I have the right doesn't mean it's right. right. Well, that's <laughs> what Paul says. He says it twice in 1 Corinthians, right? <laughs> everything is everything is it, is doable, yeah. right? Everything is possible. Yeah. Everything yeah. can be natural, right? But it's not everything that gives benefit. Yeah. And, and, and that we lose 
Yeah. And, and to be able to live a life like that, yeah. you have to understand that out of my love, except saying yes, mm -hmm. then I learn how to discipline myself and say no. And that's where mm -hmm. beauty comes out. And that's what we'll talk to next time. And so with that, we want to encourage you again. We want to hear especially what you guys think. We hope that people will take on to this. And I know I'm repeating myself, but we really hope that this will become a big tradition in the churches yeah. and, and around we, the world. On Instagram, uh, Talking with Fred 777. We'll do it at Facebook, Talking with Fred. TikTok as well, Talking with Fred. We hope to hear from you. We want to hear from you what you guys think. We want to hear your own personal experiences too. And any questions you guys have out there, we'll be glad to try and answer them uh, in the following podcasts. So God bless you guys. We love you. And we pray the peace of God be over you.